shadow and the smoke in your eyes. I am the ghost that hides in the night. Right. So something happened to me the other day, and I, this is actually the story I meant to tell you about Aidan Dobson. So I went for a coffee with Aidan Dobson at G11 at the Starbucks at the Glasgow Uni Union the other day, right? In case you want to meet him again, hi. And I was just up, I was I was up getting the, the coffee, and I'm just waiting, and all of a sudden I start hearing like this fud, and it, like the whole building shakes, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and I'm like, okay, it's fine, it's maybe just something, maybe it was me, maybe I imagined it, right? Uh, they just looking pills are good, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 the magic. And then I was like, and it happens again. Like, the glass is shaking on the counter. I'm like, what the fuck? So I just asked the guy. I was like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, guy. Hey. What's, the, what's the deal? And he was like, mate, don't even start me. They put the power lifters in the room above us at the gym. And it shakes oh, all day. I'm like, that's not very good, is it? And he was like, no. And I was like... You know, mate, I've not got much to do. <laughs> Actually, it's this happened. That's weird. I've not got much to do after this. Do you want me to just go and, like, say to them, like, as a concerned customer, that, Fucking like, that's kind of annoying? And he's like, you know, mate, it actually, yeah, it actually might help. Pink t-shirt that says man on it. <laughs> and tried to say to all these big, all these big all men. All these big powerlifting but hunks. It wasn't the powerlifters. You're like, listen, can you just, just, just let Ross, can you, like, Can you just drop a wee bit? No, but it was, the, it was the woman at reception, so I went up. To you went and shouted at a woman? I went I didn't, I shout, I went, hey, you know, like, you, that American accent comes out again, you're like, hey, uh, you know, hey. like, I didn't get a coffee, and uh, it's just a bit, you know, the power lifting, it's disturbing it, and she was like, what do you want me to do? Oh, she's got absolutely right, <laughs> don't do, do you want her to do? And I was like, well, I was just, I just thought I'd just say, put in a wee bit, and she was like, okay, and then just went, like, literally blanked me, and went back to doing the paper. And I was like, that's just rude and ignorant. Like, the best. I'm, no. I'm just trying to help out. So as I leave, I make sure that she hears me enough. You're a fucking, honestly. <laughs> right, as I'm walking out, I just say, bitch. <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> welcome back to away. First Time Films with Luke, Jack and the most ignorant man on the planet. I'm not ignorant. <laughs> the powerlifters are ignorant. It should be noted Jack is... God, a receptionist, a bitch from no food in a complaint in time. Jack is just back from Australia. Jack Higgins back, once again. He's Return of the match. just back. Return of the match. I'm not just back. <laughs> I'm back for weeks now. Uh, it's the first I've seen him. But, uh, yeah, sorry about my absence at the pitch battle. Um... Some people, somebody's got to work, you know. When you, when you <laughs> yeah. take a month off of work for, uh, <laughs> for a, jolly, a, a jolly in Australia, then uh, I, oh, you've got to sometimes make, make sacrifices of pod- podcasting and uh, actually do some work. Ben so, was on the news. That's what I was doing. I bet it was on the news recent, but not because of the fires. Thankfully, it was because uh, well, it was kind of about the fires, but it, it was, was about, about it was the community. It was like what a place, what a place. <laughs> I, they were like, this place is unaffected by fires. You should maybe come here. <laughs> uh, it was like the only place in New South Wales unaffected by fires. Speaking of, by the way, I've not heard anything about the fires recently. Is it is it like getting it's there? No, it's it actually it's been better. It's been better recently. There's been about a lot of rain anywhere well, well where I was staying. Um, it's been raining quite good, Class. but. Um, See, even weeks and weeks after it stopped in the news over here, like it was fucking still raging on, like nothing else. It's just like you've got like fucking three weeks of coverage of it because it was particularly bad, uh, and it obviously 
and then we just, just caught a bit of momentum nah. over here and then it was like well it's no other country so what can we do uh, and let's start talking about fucking Philip Schofield coming out his gate and all that you know if you Philip Schofield coming out his gate I hated like it wasn't actually that it was mere fucking Meghan Markle and all that shit couldn't be arsed with that oh, that was that, that. I took on what? Megan and fucking Harry Prince Harry and Megan oh, Markle oh yes decided they didn't want to be part of the, the I was thinking the MCU anymore I was thinking <laughs> <laughs> right, right, I mean, do you know who I played for this <laughs> <laughs> no, no the thing is, is that, that she's got a fucking she's even in Australia look I'm fucking there's like you know you get quite a lot of coverage of obviously all the fires national crisis as you would expect but then the fucking second priority on every news channel is Megan Markle and Prince Harry leaving uh, like and you're getting all the fucking UK coverage of all these English people like raging and are really upset or yeah. you know oh, it's d- diminishing the whole royal family like it's, it's, it's you know it's shit you got it's, it's <laughs> you're really getting they want it I'm weird because better honestly together. I'm like I could every get fucking fuck. every fucking day they were like what are they going to do for money あ、しかし、ちょっとかけるスペシャル、スペシャルフィルムパインやな。ジェイクにファキットエネルシーあ、シーズリー。ちょっとかけるスペシャル、スペシャルフィルムパインやな。ジェイクにファキットエネルシー
like see after watching Equalizer yes <laughs> fucking performance and we'll get to that and we'll get to that we'll <laughs> mucking up the cannon see, <laughs> see watching this I was like I hope it's not like Equalizer when it tries to take itself too seriously seeing the first 15 seconds I was in it's just so mental I love it I love Stallone well, I, I want to before we get into the Expendables I want to try and get three rules what will make a good action movie on the table first so everyone needs to come up with a rule so think of the best action movie you've seen and try and think of something that links them all. So for me, an element that makes a great action film is there has to be something that's important to the main characters to be fighting for. Right. There has to be a good motivation for their action. For me, it can't just be like, oh, he's, he's only a mercenary. Like, there needs to be a reason, like, something he's got to fight for, something he's got to defend. You know what I mean? Right. So that's my rule number one. Right. Okay. Right, you will be you. Have you just got I know. I've got. I do sort of agree. I've got. I've got a rule. No, it's kind of like. So you're saying the best action film, and I don't know about you, but when I think the best action film, I think Terminator Two. Judgment okay. Day, right? Oh, it's fucking. Nah, it's next. Uh, Terminator. It's fucking. Cl- one, it's Clash, right? So see, the thing with that is, see, with action films. This is what I'm saying about equalizing the Expendables, right? You either take it, you either be fucking serious with it, mm-hmm. where it's like believable and it's like enough to keep you going or it's mm. so over exaggerated that you just go with it mm-hmm. I think it's got to be, it's the in between I think that's what you need for an action film as well so like Terminator 2 I know like I'm saying believable but it's a robot gets sent back in time to defend John Connor Ooh. not very believable but it makes it look in a crossaway that it's like oh he's got like a motive and it's like it's not pure over the top but yeah. it's like still enough to be like a robot from the future will be able to do that aye it's simple but like Expendables like the first 15 seconds some guy like gets blown off his shins <laughs> so like it's literally like I'm he's, in, he's legs are never stopping it's like he gets hit by like a grenade launcher and I'm like, like this is this kind of film so what yeah. you're saying is it needs to have like a consistent tone it can't just be if it's going to be pure mental it needs to be pure mental but if it's going to be like taking itself more seriously it's like taking it's like for example as an action film but it's also like that, oh, his daughter the most realistic but he's like, oh, well, 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 he, like his daughter could kidnapped and he needs to find it and it's not like he's like taking on eight guys at once kind of like John Wick style or something like that it's and like, he actually gets but when he does take on yeah, eight guys like, at once he does get back it's like strategic <laughs> you know what, what I mean like so you kind of it's kind of like one or the other it can't be it can't be a bit but which I think like, obviously we're getting in there but Equalizer was fucking I'm so you're tired you're in the cannon it, it has to be one of the or it it has to be one of the other it has to be one of the other middle ah right okay uh, what's I'll your agree, rule I'll agree with that. Uh, no well they're the first two kind of eliminated alright so we've absolutely just answered it for them <laughs> no but I think I agree with both because I think that Personally, I prefer a movie more like Taken than I would say expend them. Yeah. Right, because you want to believe it. Just, I just genuinely, I do get a bit annoyed when things are a bit over the top. I, I'm just like, okay. you are the the, the worst. You're the, worst you're the, the sort of logic you are, you're tearing apart, man. For example, but, horror films, you hate them because they're so logic's absolutely lost. Yeah, them. like it's just that's not how normal people would act, <laughs> like ever. Uh, but with this, with Expendables, like. I do like it, but there's just there's just certain things. Just like nee man, nee man is that strong? I'm sorry, like fucking <laughs> so sl- sliced alone's fucking hanging out the side of a, a plane <laughs> <and> <laughs> into the water. Anyway, I just to pull himself up and yeah, he, <laughs> he's hanging there for like. I don't know 10 minutes before he actually goes <laughs> but that's hey, muscle the thing because <laughs> muscle up straight in the ball the and then just runs up <laughs> and then flies the plane we will, like, be re- we will in part 2 of this show be talking about the new Fast and Furious trailer oh my and god and for me man. the Expendables really awesome. is what Fast and Furious eventually became 
know. Like, like it's like Fast and Furious. If they try to make it Expendables four, it just looks like a Fast and Furious film. This one. Well, we'll talk about. Is there going to be right? Okay. Apparently, we'll talk about that after. But before we get into that, I'm going to reverse it just now, and I want to actually just going in action month, just so we know everyone's taste. What is your favourite action film of all time? Oh, I fucking answered this. Terminator two. Terminator two. Terminator two. Simply because it's so. See, you watch Terminator one. It's probably one of the like only films I can think of where the sequel just absolutely trumps right. the, the actual original and I think in terms of action it just no, this is so cheesy to say but like it just ups the stakes yeah. and it makes Arnie I think that's what actually made Arnie like Arnie as well he just looks so cool and see when seen Terminator and he was the bad guy and the yeah. second one he's like totally role reversed and he's yeah. defending John Connor and there's a bit where like have you seen it? you've seen yeah, it? Um, I've you've seen, not seen it? I've seen the opening I've there's a bit in it when they're like this big fucking what do you call them like a big gap thing right and he's going down the motorcycle you'd have seen it in like all pop culture things oh, and like there's a big the tanker and there's a big truck chasing him and he's got a big sawn off shotgun shooting behind him <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is the second thing I've ever seen in my life but, see uh, for me it has to have that like set, like the factor that makes you like Whoa, oh, no, in fact while it's playing as well Guns N' Roses playing in the background you're like this yeah. is this is sensational and it was in it was at 91 it was out so it's like prime Guns N' Roses fucking metal yeah. which is sick that's the thing so metal for, <laughs> for me it needs to be like cool and there needs to be an element of action that I, I'm like oh I haven't seen that before that's amazing Yeah, and the firmest feeling I got was when I watched John Wick for the first time John I, Wick is up as my favourite action yeah. movie ever it can't yeah. be topped for yeah, me that, like that's that. no, I think John Wick's up there in fact I've watched the third one recently as well Parabellum yeah. um, and really enjoyed that as well it was a good a good round off again yeah. like it brought like I'm not usually a fan of sequels in terms of like anything needless but, sequels aye like yeah. anything but John Wick is certainly something that you could make it a million of them. I don't think you would get tired of them. Like because yeah. the, the the thing the basis is always going to be the same as long as you keep giving like you're saying as long as long as you keep giving the the main character a reason to to yes. stay in the game. Right. He'll keep fucking stay in the game as long like, as he it wants. gets to a point where like, like if you don't give him a motive, then it's like what's he doing? But in the third one, it, it came full circle. You know, it, it was almost like it came back to the fact that the dog got killed and it was his aye. girlfriend do you know what I mean it was good and they bring that up like, it's, it's like aye it does and, it, and there's, mere dog, there's mere dogs in it again in the yes. last one fucking good um, <laughs> but I, I think um, I really like action movies that have a spy element to it so I don't know if that maybe falls under a different category but I like Salt as a I don't know if you would class that as an action movie I would class Salt as an action movie I, I also I really like Mr and Mrs Smith as well so they're they're, oh, like, they're two incredibly different tones but it's yeah. like you were Mr. saying Mr and Mrs Smith is a very good they know exactly what they are both like yeah I think I see the self-awareness of a film as well I think that's really important in terms of like if they're trying to be really serious and they do really really over exaggerated things and they want to make make it like a kind of a serious film in terms of oh this guy like really want like see sort of like some kind of plot line and it's like his daughter's dead and he's trying to find it but he's doing really, really weird things like if you don't relate to the actual action mm. hero himself then you're like what am I watching this for it's like with everything in terms of what you're talking about right well I, I, sorry I love like all the fighting the guns and explosions as much as the next person but, but you see, kind of what, reason when you give when you give me the as I said, like the spy element, like in Salt, where you know she's a double agent and she's getting accused of things, and, and there's like the the uh, the interview rooms and all that, and I see all that kind of lolling about. Like I like that to then build me up to a big fucking Aye, car it's, chase it's or a big it. fucking explosion, or when she gets the fucking when she's chained up and she does that mad flip over the guy and chokes him. That's like <laughs> well listen we're going to get into we're going to get into Expendables themselves um, obviously this was a huge ensemble cast it's actually this could have qualified for an indie movie month because it was an independently funded and made film 
um, Expendables on those days. It's an $80 million <laughs> budget, so it's like expensive indie movie, but it's still, still a like fucking really rocky <laughs> So I was just like, here, put it all on the table. Uh, what I'm going to ask you is before uh, we have the huge ensemble cast, is I want to ask who your favourite character in the movie was. So I don't know who wants to take that first uh, out of the two of you. Who wants first pick in this one? Well, I was going to say, like, so obviously I've never seen any Expendables. The only thing I knew about them was they had a big ensemble cast right and I was like right obviously it builds up over each sequel I imagine so so I was like right who's in this one and I was watching the credits and then Arnie's name comes up and I'm like fucking love big Arnie man yeah. and it for 0. 0.5 seconds <laughs> just to stare <laughs> down Stallone and walk back out and he's uh, like yeah. but I was like right this is obviously like a callback to like <clears throat> in the 80s and 90s when they yeah. were at each other well it's the holy trinity of action stars so like so he walked in and he's like oh I know him oh I know him and they're like I'll let him do the job right I'll see you later <laughs> it's like right okay but I think the person I liked the most I don't know why but I think it's just uh, Mickey Rock you still my answer I loved him I, I like M- Mickey Rock because the only thing I've genuinely seen Mickey Rock in in an action style well the wrestler I've seen him when he was really good but <laughs> Iron Man 2 yes when he was Whiplash and he was fucking awful in that <laughs> right oh, is that who he, does he play Whiplash uh, I so, see forgettable right he's so shy <laughs> so when he was in this I was like but he looks exactly like Whiplash isn't it? Like, like, exactly the same kind of fucking costume that. but he just such a cool guy and he, no, he doesn't do it he doesn't fight him do he? he just does tattoos but you know <laughs> like, do you ever the Power Rangers shows and they'd have like the, the mentor for every season so like the guy in the tube or they'll have someone yeah. else he's like that for the Expendables isn't he? but he's, he's like the same like... age so it's heavy weird but also I feel like Stallone like just get a check for this he just I don't think he, even though he's funded it and done everything else I think he was knackered after producing it and he was like two and a half hours this fucking active performance what do you mean? well the thing is with the Stallone thing he said he wanted to cast actors who hadn't really had a chance previously like he wanted to get people basically sort of out of retirement uh, and get the back in because none of these stars were in their prime or some of them were only coming Statham, up and stuff like that Stephen was like the big one but they, I think for me, he was he, the name he needed uh, he was my favourite uh, I was yeah. going to say him and I was like no, um, is Lee Christmas is that his name, Lee Christmas? I just seen that. When I had the subtitles on, just said, kept saying Mr. Christmas, and I was like, this is annoying. Also, fucking, that's another thing. Willis is in it. Bruce Willis is in it for 0.2 seconds. Aye. It's Mr. Church. The Holy Trinity. I liked his. I like. Is that a callback to. Um, <laughs> it was a good. I don't know. I thought it was a good acting performance for Bruce Willis. Big Bruce. Just in that small scene that he needed to. Just the kind of like. <laughs> Smuck that he's got on him, like ah, I know you mean. So he smug. plays an absolute CIA agent. Is that um, is that a callback to is that a callback to like Reservoir Dogs when it was like the colours they're just calling each other what they ever they want to call each other for Christmas? I think it was just like no, it's just something. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to. He's just trying to, you know. Oh, I don't want to give you my identity, but we're in. So he says the line within a church. Oh, I just thought his name was Christmas because. I, I was expect, I was expecting that story of being like oh we met at Christmas or something and that's how we don't know each other or some shit but if his name's actual Christmas then we'll do it we might get that also, well, uh, I like to go to back and focus on the two we spoke about a bit further though because Mickey Rourke gives <clears throat> an insane like acting like a monologue he's like, so classic see man. when he's talking about the girl like yeah, with the world we were in bars and then he's like he's the girl they could have saved from Swiss. I thought that was Oscar worthy man it was classic I was, I was with him you know I was like Mickey I didn't expect it and then I was like quite I was like you I was like taking aback. I was like this is heavy deep for like the film I'm watching so you could suddenly again that guy's shins get blown up from the yeah. first 15 seconds and he's talking about he could have saved somebody for jumping off a bridge yeah. and he looked him in the eye and walked away I was like 
But that's the thing, like, because a lot of actors would overact the response to that, and they'd be trying to sort of steal the scene in the background. Like, Sly just stands there and listens. I know the camera's hardly even on him. Exactly, but it's like, you see the things that he's such a smart actor that the small things he does well like that. You know, he doesn't overact, and I love that. Uh, but what did you like about Lee Christmas specifically, Jack, getting more into Jason Statham's character? Uh, uh, I liked that he was a Blades guy. I like Blades. Do you like the Blades guy? Uh, there's always a guy. There's always a guy. You've said this. Um, I've heard you say this before in this podcast about blades. Should we worried? I don't carry knives. <laughs> <laughs> knives ruin lives. Staying safe, kids. But no, I liked. I, I don't know. He just stood out to me as he's. I suppose like almost like second in charge of the sort of group. Like he obviously. Has a lot of respect for his slice character. What's his name again? Uh, Barney Ross. Barney. Barney. Barney uh, he obviously gets a, a fair amount of respect off him, and um, I like that he's got his own wee kind of side story going on about that with that woman, and he goes to just bar, bar, basketball bar, squad. Bar, <laughs> See that? Bar. I was going to say it's good. Like it just it was just a bit like I mean again over the over the top because one we don't really need to know it about his love life, but. I mean, fair dues for letting us see a bit of it. <laughs> uh, and then, just because he can scoot about in his fucking motorbike and, and be <laughs> the class, just take his helmet off see and go batter everyone. fucking bit, man. Like, um, see, as soon as I seen her, uh, and she was with the other guy, I was like, uh, oh, she's going to get battled, and then he's going to find out. Uh, like, he just knew, and I was like, cut. they're only putting this in so he can batter a full you, squad of folk. I think this yeah. is the second best basketball scene put to film, just behind Catwoman. I you going to say, like, um, <laughs> four. Christ, don't. I thought you were going to say like um, what you call it what's that Doug film with the, the oh, du- oh, like Airbud Airbud I thought you were going to say this can't believe Christ I can't believe you fucking mentioned it I know I shouldn't we'll move on then um, the rest of the cast obviously we've got a lot of big names in there Jack you were quite critical of Mr Lundgren uh, or was it yeah, you that no, said was it, was it yeah, yeah was me, uh, first film in 15 years for no, Mr Dolph Lundgren I, here I can't say I was a fan of him no at, at all, uh, to be honest like he, he was played a part in the Cold War end and like, the accent is just shocking fucking <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> I don't know what it's meant to be I'm not trying to have a laugh here but has he had a stroke did he have a stroke has he had a stroke I'll leave it with me Please, uh, because <laughs> see, honestly like, see sometimes I was like thank fuck I've got subtitles on like, I know he's meant to be a big mad junkie bastard <laughs> but, but you should be able to hear what he's saying but, <laughs> but there's a bit where, he, where he's uh, who's he fighting he must be, I think he's fighting wee, the wee hit man Jet Li <laughs> the wee hit man guy <laughs> uh, casual racism on the back <laughs> no no uh, um, he was suffering from PTSD uh, when this movie was right, getting so he's getting no, <laughs> no excuse for not being able to talk and no. he was an Everton fan I explained. <laughs> <laughs> no, no anyway, anyway, right. I, I don't think um, it, it was very good at all. Really, I, I, I liked. I mean, the character's fine. Uh, it was a good. Was the character fine though? Because the character turns on them, then gets battered for turning on them, and, then and then at the end they're just like, oh, one of the boys, eh? One of the he's boys. No he's back. He's no dude. He was like, am I dying? Yeah. And then the last 30 seconds the camera turns around and there he is and you're like 
<laughs> what's going on here? And it's like, oh, we save you from. You're like, all right, what? Like, so he's fine. But he's also, I was like, what's he a junkie of? Like, yeah. what's he doing? I, I don't know. He's just always sweating. He's panning. He's just walking about fucking sweating. I'm like, is he baby or Like, I don't know what he's doing. But then, see, so just suddenly, like, I don't know what drug he's taking he's just turning Bart and Jet Li constantly like he doesn't go for anything else other than Jet Li <laughs> Jet Li is the Captain America of this movie and the Jet Li is the punching bag man he's the one there to get uh, flung about because he's half the height and I was like uh, he does say he works harder and all that. that was quite funny I know he's it's like he needs to punch harder and I need more money <laughs> but, but see, there, is a, there is an actual line that Dolph Lundgren says during the fight it's not audible it's so embarrassing <laughs> when he says that I, like can you please get up because I need I need more information. And he says something like, I can't remember what it is. It's like, fuck off, half man or something like that. The way he says it. It's just like the time of John Wick, whether you're John Wick and you are the umbrella Fucking get it. I can't get it. I tried. No, I know. And they're like, see, literally, the start of the film, they're doing that mission thing where the shins get blown off once again, right? And then. I'll turn around to take a drink or something, turn back to Duff Logan's having a go at fucking Jet Li. And I'm like, how is this done so quickly? What is he doing? And then later on, he's like, if he's trying to hang a pirate. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's trying to hang a pirate. See, to be fair, Jet Li's got it coming to him. He fucking tries to sneak a tackle. <laughs> he's trying to hang a pirate. He's trying to hang a pirate. He can't fucking hang Jet Li comes out of nowhere. Oh, um, well, before we move on from the cast, was there anyone else that... Yeah, you are excited to see this movie or interested. I never. I, I purposely. What I was going to do before this was watch the trailer. Yeah. And then I was like, no, because then that ruins who's in the actual film. Yeah. So like, when I seen Arlene Bruce Willis, I was like, this is a good surprise for point two seconds. And then everyone else, I feel like just honestly felt like it was a pure out of retirement. Like they just cashed the check in for it. Yeah. And it was like. Like, apart from Statham, I think Statham's the only one that was like, I'll do this properly, but like Stallone, fucking Jet Li, longer in there was fucking shocking. Yeah. I think they all just cashed in, but I don't know about sequels, whether they actually went. Who is the mad daft guy? Like, who's who's playing him? What daft guy? You know, the pure, the, like, basically the only guy in the Expendables we've not mentioned, the pure. The one that actually ends the, up the killing. White, the white one with a hat? No. What? Who are you talking about? The baldy one? The, like, pure. Oh, um, There's no Jason Statham. <laughs> oh, what's his face? Randy Couture? No, um, probably. Aye. No, like, I, him. I, well, Teddy Cruz isn't that an off the go? Aye, 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 so the one is no Teddy Cruz. <laughs> uh, Randy Couture, um, UFC aye. Hall of Famer. Aye, as soon as I seen him, I was like, he looks like um, fucking. Uh, not. <laughs> not uh, what's his face? Fucking Drax, regards the guy. He looks like a Batista a wee bit, Batista but he also looks like what Price from the Modern Warfare series would look like in actual human form. But yeah. he's it's such a weird like you see him. I sort of don't get it. So like him, for example. Yeah. And like who the fuck was the the villain, the big bald? Oh, oh Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> right, it's Steve Austin being there. Right, no, but the thing is, see when they're there, and I was oh. like, they're only there. For the Aye. fucking factor that they're just absolutely massive. Like, they don't do anything. Uh, Steve Austin. Stallone took about a half an hour to take him down. Steve Austin waterboards a woman for crying out loud. That's absolutely shocking. Say he does you nothing. Just, he uh, earned that paycheck. You just, you just shut your mouth, didn't you? And just breathe through your nose. <laughs> I was going like. 
<laughs> How is she managed to show so much water? Well, I said there was some casting, so I've mentioned um, Terry Crews making my way downtown. Uh, but there was actually meant to be uh, a lot of other people who played that part. It was Wesley what Snipes was uh, originally signed on for it. No, we um, And then uh, he had tax <laughs> issues, so couldn't check it. Then Forrest Whitaker, um, the role was re- rewritten for Forrest Whitaker. She is, um, she no, no. He's been no quad. Forrest Whitaker's the last guy in Scotland. And then Whitaker, Whitaker stepped down to be replaced by 50. Uh, 50 Cent was my 50 Cent would have been class. Uh, but then uh, the part went to Terry Crews. <laughs> the thing so. is, but Terry Crews, I think, like, because I, I don't watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. But, like, obviously he's no, like, obviously with white chicks and stuff like that. But he's seen him in a pure moderately serious action role I'm like I just can't take you seriously I know he is more of a comedy guy now um, like we talked about the main villain character uh, <laughs> hold on Jack Higgins just, is just I'm just getting, up, I'm getting the video right I want to know what he says <laughs> um, but <laughs> I think Terry's just it does the... what is he going to say you'll know exactly what I'm talking about what do you wear size 3 <laughs> Well, there's one. <laughs> what do you wear size three? But there was definitely another one. He says something like, oh, this. What's going on here? Can you tell what's going on here? Right, we'll, we'll talk about that. I don't know who's punching who. What's that, man? It's just a bit, man. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, for fuck's sake, I know. Look at these tiny. Uh, can get in your little cream, but uh, you just can't see uh, <laughs> that stroke. Can you <laughs> fucking pass the That PTSD I mean. just makes you can't see. <laughs> right, I'm sure it was. Uh, I think it might actually have been that line straight away. To be honest, it is bang away. Thanks, folks. Science three, we figured it out. Um, anyway, it is as bad as it sounds. You heard it there. So it was Eric Roberts who played the main villain, um, Julia Roberts' brother. Um, however, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Ben Kingsley, and Ray Liotta were all attached. Ben Kingsley is like the most stereotypical. He is just the villain. Isn't he? What yes. What do you think of the plot? Let's dissect the plot. So these you guys, you want to ask me what the plot is? I'll tell you exactly what the plot is. Okay. I'll tell you right now. Okay. okay. So there's this island. Or something right. that's been taken over Vena. by by Island of Vena. by Americans <laughs> by the bastards Americans that right. somehow uh, Stallone gets a job for by CIA but it isn't CIA but it's Bruce Willis mm-hmm. and <laughs> they go out and investigate and they get instantly battered yes. <laughs> and then they decide Stallone falls in love with this bird like uh, he talks while he's talking about to state him about birds and being like oh you don't want a bird <laughs> you, don't, you don't want a bird I'm a dinosaur he's just the one he's like nah fucker he's she's dead birds, like oh just birds man like you, this life you can't keep as soon as he sees this bird he's like I'm on <laughs> she sees him waiting to go back <laughs> he's like ah. so he's like oh get on this plane she's like no and he's like fucking love this but she just wants to stay and get fucking battered so <laughs> so he then gets he can recruit so, whilst hanging out the fucking plane <laughs> that's the part like, he's hanging out the plane he's going like, oh, no, this plane is a fucking water skiing jet plane and Statham does the care he's not even looking back to go where's my pal he's like ah, full pedal to the 
metal. Wait, metal. Wait, I'll tell you what they say. This the metal. Yeah, the metal. So he's gone there, and then you see the plane skiing across the water, ready to fly, and there's Stallone pure pulling up against the fucking plane. What a hit in his face, and he's like, "G force of the plane, that was cool." It was cool as fuck, but his triceps were about his fucking snapping. He jumps in, he's like, "Not a problem." So he gets his pals and they go. No, it goes to these pals and they find out where he is and they go and chase him and then they go back in and then they save the bird and they rescue the island and they're off free for a bit and then they go away and in the end it's to play with the boys no, but, back in but town. you missed out the, the target that they were actually gone for was the general. Mm, yeah, it was a fake target because the real he, man behind the operation was of course Joe yeah, Robert's brother. Yes, it was uh, James Munro. How did I miss that? So they obviously critical. went there thinking that it was the general, but the general was being held at his own will. He's just he, general guards, that you know. Uh, like, also, he was the same age as his daughter. There's not a fucking chance that's his daughter. They look the fucking same age. Yeah, I fear of the ruler of a, a no. sort of militarized state. I'm you can have when you're six year old. I'm pretty sure you can get your, your eyes enhancing some uh, an aging cream, you know. <laughs> like, just, just this is what I mean. Like, see the whole film. Like, that's the reason why I liked it. It's because, like, see when the, the military are going through the town and all that, and everyone's. Ah, like get back and open it away. I'm like, that's so fucking up the oranges. <laughs> <laughs> the oranges are like the soldiers will just go, I eat apples. Like, oh fuck your apples! <laughs> like you don't care. I said, like to see if it was like trying to be realistic and been like the military destroying us. It's like yeah. ah, they've got guns. Move. You know, it really. Um, I wanted to go back to the action. Quite of course, right. from action ones, obviously. Like when you want. I. <laughs> Hated some of the action in this movie. Uh, okay, something like the clip we just seen. I mean, the editing was shocking. I, I didn't know what the fuck was happening. So it's the editing shocking. It's pure Black Widow Avengers fight editing where it just cuts every three seconds. So I never see what's happening. But see, the thing about John Wick is the action is so all well lit that I can see everything that's happening, mm. and it means there's no laziness. You actually need to be able to do the things. I do not believe that one of the men cast in this movie actually did any of these stunts because half of the stuff I can't see. You know, it's all just arms like across the yeah, it's like, oh, and yeah. And then like somebody getting absolutely lobbed across the room, even though they're they're both fucking four hundred pound. Like, there's it's, absolutely no chance I, either of them can like literally <laughs> toss him across the room. Yeah, like you know, it's just it's, like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit wild. But I think like obviously we'll talk about the other unless, two films. unless of course you're tossing Jet Li, which must be like tossing. Yeah. Uh, I get crisps. Kidding, I tell you. The thing is, but like, I get what you mean. Like, I can yeah. tell you one. Like with John Wick, like with the pencil scene and all that. Like, yeah. you know specific scenes of which there was action, and you're like, oh, I see, was class. So you go to the film, you're like, oh, mind that bit. I can tell you one bit in the Expendables. I was like, apart from the fucking plane tricep muscle up, which was sick, but anything action wise, <laughs> and apart from the fucking very start where they blow the guy's absolute body up his whole legs. Yeah, I did like there was one bit I did like where Terry Crews comes against. So they're all at death's door, and Terry Crews. <laughs> Comes out with like the super gun and like, Everything else apart, like, see the very end, I'm no kidding on here. I think I went downstairs, like, because I just knew I was like, I'm not yeah. missing one thing. Like, Stone was fighting Stone Cold, yeah. fucking all that shit was happening. I was like, you just come back and fuck, like, I'm no missing. I got my ass kicked. Did Stone just walk into party? <laughs> Jesus, I, I completely agree with you. Apparently, there's an extended cut of this movie. Christ, why? Oh, actually, no, I actually, can, can I go back? Sorry. Just to the the, the okay. point that we were saying, right? The main character has to have a reason. Who's the main was, character in this film? Was Barney Ross? Was Barney Ross's motive, motive mo- to get that lassie, or was it really like any mercenary's job to get the money for the target that he's actually trying to kill? And then the woman just happened to be there, and it was like, well, I may as well just. I get thought it was weird how because 
if you're saying it's a vital rule of an action movie, right? Because I, for one, do not think for a second if this wasn't his movie, that lassie would fall in love with him. Yeah. Because he's not the bastard slice <laughs> uh, and he's not exactly the kind of guy. He's not the kind of like Hollywood heartthrob that you're expecting to get Aye. the girl. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Aye. Especially after. Well, fucking five minutes of conversation, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're in love. Um, but aye, is, do you think? Do they try? Do, do you think they try? They didn't even win. I don't think the. I, I don't think the motive was strong enough. I agree with you. Like, no, hundred percent. Like, like that's what I mean. Like he suddenly just turns and goes. Well, it's weird how he does it, and I don't know if it was meant as a joke. Like and that's it, why he's like trying to state him. Like, oh, I don't get attached and all that, and then he sees a bird and he does get attached and all that. But then. The but weird he, doesn't, he doesn't really get attacked and he, but the actually, weird thing and he is says he says like uh, I can't remember if it's Mickey I think I think it's Mickey he's talking to actually yeah. and he's like oh, she could have got out of the plane but she wouldn't leave <laughs> she wouldn't leave <laughs> like as if that was a pure like decided fact like fucking love that's why he's still on Randy now <laughs> she tried to get on the plane but she wouldn't leave <laughs> you've got a plane in me <laughs> <laughs> no but, but see the bit where he's like He's deciding, like, they come back, and, it, like, as mercenaries that are doing this for, like, millions and millions of dollars, right? It's right? so main thing. They're all about fucking 3,000 kilograms each. They're huge boys. <laughs> and because of this one bird that's, like, he's, the feathers are general and all that, and it's a country, he's like, I'm doing this alone. Like, <laughs> why, why would you do that? You're, uh, that's, like, surely, <laughs> as a trained mercenary, you know you're going to get fucked up. Well, listen, this didn't win any awards, this movie. Sure. All right. Um, it was nominated for the Golden Raspberry uh, for Worst Director. Um, it was actually nominated for the Saturn Award for Best Action Adventure Film. And it was that's why I bring this up, that it was Visual Effects Society Awards that was nominated uh, for The Palace Explodes. However, <laughs> I would like to argue that the fire at the end of this movie looked complete shite and was the fakest fire I might have seen in a motion picture of all time. Steve Austin when he bursts into the flames. <laughs> Do you oh, remember that? Man. And he's just in fire, but it's called like really fake oh, fire. Man. And I was like, oh my my god man I just couldn't do it I actually couldn't do it man this mad fucking what's his chops um, Randy what's his name Newman Randy Couture Randy Couture does he know he'd bought him while he's on fire he does UFC champion Randy Couture Randy Couture with a flying headbutt (laughs) (laughs) he's got educated feet no so we're going to wrap up the discussion on Expendables is there anything else any of the two of you I actually did like see the scene when they are sort of fucking sieging well not sieging what's the word they're, they're like uh, roaming around the palace and, and yeah. setting on the sea floor aye, aye, aye. I thought that was quite a good scene mm. uh, I thought it was a bit overkill I'd hate power that we're putting a sea floor on aye, yeah, <laughs> I, I was probably could have been I think it was a good scene well, well written scene but could have been directed better again mm. like just a bit too, like, too many cuts like didn't fucking and didn't need to see him put C4 in a single pillar I could have guessed that's what I'm saying <laughs> so he's putting it in one pillar but it must just be that pillar unless I see every oh, no, wait, pillar oh no wait I see again there is again oh somebody else on the other side it's like the end is like ah how's this no fucking everything else is on fire except for this one bit I forgot to put C4 in that one bit <laughs> 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 no I 
did. <laughs> we failed the mission. It's like, but I just, I, I thought, I mean, we've slagged, slagged us enough, but see how all three films that we've yeah. watched? This <laughs> 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 is my favourite one. Seriously? I think this is honestly We're, we are going to have, me and Luke are going to have an argument in the next episode on um, one particular film, I think, because there's one I don't think you like. I could tell from Instagram you didn't like. Uh, oh, for anybody who wants to listen, eh, you should really listen. You should really follow us on all social media to yes. see me live react to all these films and live react. It's class, and it's also there's so many folk that disagree with me, and I'll fight every single one of them over it. I put C four in every bit of your pillars coming after you, Tilly. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I'll t- talk to you about it later on. Right, off, that's enough, camera. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're going to come in at part two. Uh, we will be talking about the new Fast and Furious 9 yeah, uh, trailer. <laughs> we'll be talking about the Spinal trailer and Jack... Spinal? H- Aye. The dragon? Shush. And Jack Higgins... Uh, oh, right, it's Spinal. And Jack Higgins will be giving his official predictions for the yearly Oscar competition. What? What the fuck? Are you in my market? You've already gave yours. Oh, no, I know. Oh, right, so stay tuned. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys, this is Truff here um, with a special message. Don't forget um, that uh, February 22nd at the Grill in the Park, Full-Time Football, our sister podcast, will be having their charity event, the annual FIFA tournament. Get down there, support some great causes like Brothers in Arms, Diabetes UK and Epilepsy Research UK. There'll be a ton of raffle prizes there. It'll be a fun night, so make sure to get yourself down the Grill in the Park in February 22nd. We're now live on Instagram. That's also part two, hello, of our um, Expendable show. So we are going to be watching a couple of trailers right now. Um, and the guys on Instagram, they're going to join us for our live reaction to the Fast and Furious 9 trailer. Uh, we're all buzzing about it, I'm sure. Uh, so I'm basically, I'm absolutely not the way it's going to work is um, if, there's any, if there's any point we want to pause it, just pause it. So I'm, right, I'm in McLeay's the... I'm in my clothes for last night. Your sister's just joined. Hello. Is that Mario Higgins? Hello, Mary. Um, so we're going to put on this trailer, all right? And I've seen this trailer. I've seen this trailer, but Jack has not. I've seen this trailer and laughed a lot, man. Right, here we go. Okay. It's just shocking. I used to live my life a quarter mile at a time. But things changed. Call father now. Pause. I didn't realise they called the baby. They called the baby Brian the first time around. I still call it Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Paul is Paul Walker. Walker. That's the character's name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the character's name was Paul Walker. To you, it's very special. It's for protection from what's coming. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dom, what's next? Luda! <laughs> no matter how fast you are. I am not too weak compared to you. No one outruns their past. <laughs> 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 and mine. 
Oh, big John. Wait, who's there? There's someone. It's an outline. So we're up against a master thief, assassin, high performance driver. High performance driver. This bit. Actually, we're not even halfway there. <laughs> so, see that bit? That is just stolen from the Dark Knight Rises. Like what? Bane? Well, it's the Batman with Bacon Bane's back and then Anne Halfway's Catwoman's just watching through the grate. Oh, yeah. That is basically stolen from that. It's the same exact Keep thing. Keep going. Stolen yes. from Nolan. Dom's brother. Am I right? John Cena's Dom's brother. Dom's brother. Dom's brother. Stronger than Dom. The same race. <laughs> Charlie's sped on track. Because I'm ready if you are. There's nothing more powerful than love of That's the sixth part of the running shoes here. Nothing more dangerous. Maybe this is the end, but we won't go out together. You know, I'd ride to the death with you. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that's not a Pontiac Fiero strapped to a rocket engine. Impressive, I know. No, no, that's that's not impressive. My ass is in fuego! Tidies is a Tidies is a Vader's with him. That's Tidies. That's just Tidies. It's just Tidies. <laughs> Wait, I guess. We're here with your dog, little brother. That's your mistake. This is my world. I saw him in the room. He's just talking to us. But now superheroes are embarrassing. He's gonna make it, he's gonna make it. That's the best thing ever, man. That's the best thing ever. They got a magnet plane? Hold on. He's deep. Nice he's clubhouse. He's diamond full time. He's an exaggeration. He's tied for us. What is that? It's called the hashtag Justice for Han. Justice. Uh, a couple of years ago. So now it's like justice is coming. Is that his name? Justice uh, for Han. Han. Han what, the... what is he? Why is it unjust? Because Han died. Jason Statham killed him. Fake uh, anyway, guys, <laughs> if you want more reaction uh, on uh, if you've been listening to the Instagram, you're going to have to check out the full episode when it comes out later this week. Uh, but from now, we're going to just tell you goodbye. That was the worst time I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. So, guys, we're have left the people on Instagram, but what did you make of the, the Fast and Furious 9 trailer? That was absolutely... I mean, that's, that's, that's the second time I've seen it now, and it's funny the second time I've seen it, but... This is what I mean. See, action films that don't take themselves too seriously, but this is weird for me because too far, man. watch it's just so wrong. Watch Too Fast, Too Furious. Not even the first one, the second one, right? They'll just 
There's street racing. That's what they're doing. Now you've got Tarzan and motors across the jungle. Like there's ca- there's cars in the jungle now, like flinging themselves across cliffs. You've got now, so we see while Vin Diesel was dealing motors yeah. in Los Angeles when he was. His brother was in some kind of V CIA FBI Correct. fucking mental institution that he never mentioned until now. But now Vin Diesel's like caught up with him. He didn't see him. Couldn't see him. He's new. Wayne's called Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen some date and I'm no joking a rumour that they're bringing Paul Walker back for this and that's not even a joke right I hope so but they're bringing them you know how they done like they filmed in the scenes for Fast 7 with his brother apparently they might be doing that oh. but you know how they've obviously like done with Peter Cushing and all that with like Star Wars and yeah. um, Carrie Fisher the exact same thing but right. they might be doing it with Paul Walker but except replacing Paul Walker with his brother so they can reshape the face and, and bring him back either for this or for the FX, which will be, I, I imagine they'll call fucking the tense one FX. I think they'll get, or they'll have, or bring Rock and Stephen back for the FX, uh, from the Hobbs and Shaw. Rock, no, was there not a big falling out? They or? did have a big falling out, but by all circumstances, funnily enough, apparently Cena has helped mend the bridge between Rock and Diesel. I, I don't <laughs> so, like, I, like, I, I can't buy into any of the Fast and Furious and that, but that doesn't, like, I don't think it's seen as. Looks bad in that. I thought he actually. I don't know. Cena looked decent. I think it looked quite cool. No, I started watching it all night. We seen uh, it in, in Bumblebee, and I just turned it off because Cena was doing my nothing. I think I, Cena should not be in films. I, don't, I really don't mind if it. Um, it's hard when you can't see someone who's that. If I could get into it as a superhero film, then I find, but. Like, I just can't. It needs to be more. Co- it needs to be like right. These cunts are the best at yeah. what they do, and then they're just like guys who who make, build cars and that. No, I know, I know. But the thing is, that they try. Actual, like, they, they got a lot of money. <laughs> they try and still play it off as like no, but we're still a we're still a car film. Yeah, like we're still like all all it matters is racing and family now. Yeah, but they still like somehow get involved in fucking CIA jobs and somebody's ma's auntie's gran is part of some evil organisation in the middle of Glasgow and they need to fucking go to the jungle and swing their motors about yeah. it doesn't make it's but it's so fucking that's what I mean like it's trying to be one thing it's trying to be over exaggerated but it tries to be serious with family shit the family but then it's like oh we're just a, like a nice in between but they're not a nice in between but what if we put we Vin Diesel the Pope and oh, uh, <laughs> come back to Pitch Battle 2 for that <laughs> listen guys we're going to watch another trailer right now we're going to watch Spiral uh, dragon? No, no, it's a dragon. <laughs> it's like it. Spiral from the Book of Saw. Now, this being produced by Chris Rock, who also was involved in the writing process. Somebody explain why it's, it's from the Book of Saw. Fuck it's no. part of the Saw universe. But why did it have to say from the Book of Saw? Like, so no. they just get the brand out there. That's what it is. They're just, it's just a new thing. It's just a try. It's cool. If they named it Spiral and just left it, they'd be like, <laughs> on these, go watch us. But it's because it's you'd see him, you'd know. He's even in the trailer. Right, so watch, let's watch the trailer. What do you got there? Oh, it's just my wife, Emma. It's my son, Charlie. Enjoy it while it lasts. While it lasts? Nothing happier than the wife of a new detective. Emma's cool, man. She's different. You don't know my wife. You give a woman 600 Tuesdays. It ain't worth three Saturday nights. How much money you got? I ain't worth three Saturday nights. So all available units officer down. Detective Banks and route. <laughs> I've had many Tuesday shags. Shag. A hundred Tuesdays. Shag. <laughs> Let's have a look. See what's happening here. Jesus. 
Jack Chickens. <laughs> oh dear. Did this I love the song music is class, but You wanna play games, motherfucker? That's him looking at the saw because he's because it's saw the first book I saw. This is what I don't get as well, right? So what is this? Is this a sequel? It is, a yeah, it's a continuation of a the Saw. A continuation? Of the Saw story. Don't you watch fucking The Other Eight? You should watch The Other Eight. I, I think this is it's going to be like, so they've made it so it's like a new access point for a new group of people who want to come in and just enjoy it. But there will be things for Saw fans. I think it's also interesting the fact that it's Chris Rock. Yeah, like, he, like he loves saw, but Chris Rock with a fucking jawbone. <laughs> he looks like he's been going through the walls, man. For this uh, film, he loves saw. Like he's spoken about it publicly. How it's like his favourite film series and That's stuff. Wild. Like that. And there's a lot of you saw fans. Me <laughs> no, mate. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, see, be get see the amount oh, of saw fans that are out there, and it's like you don't really expect it to be a franchise that a lot of people follow and love. But there's a lot of people out there who love every saw film, regardless of how shite they get. I've, I think I've seen like clips of different ones like, and they've been on the telly and I've caught scanned them you know what I mean caught bits of them and fuck knows they're all just one big one big game to me you know I mean just going back to the point where you're saying how like there's a, like a pure fan base around it but that's like anything but I get that there's like a pure dedication to it ah, fucking yeah. Leon the Professional's got a fan base man but like doesn't mean it's good but it's like it doesn't mean it's not perverted. But it's like Nightmare and Elm and that. Like it's become come to a point where they're just rehashing old shit constant. There's nothing new coming yeah. out. Uh, Speaking of even Halloween, having to make another Halloween. Uh, there's another fucking trilogy of that coming out. Like I'll see it. I'll pay money to go see it. But yeah. I don't want to start getting on about other films, right? But fucking and see that actual Halloween. Oh, I watched it quite recently. And the seventy eight one. Ah, uh, no, the, uh, the new, the new one. Oh, the new one. Like uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, and I just like she's been. Planning this whole her whole life and she still makes a cut in it. <laughs> she wins in the end. Aye, she does. Hundred percent, and it's the daughter. I'm not getting into that. But speaking of original, I love that movie. It's a class film. But see, speaking of original ideas, best picture on these have a lot of original ideas. In Listen, it. so we did on our Digimon <laughs> show. Um, me, Luke, and Nikki locked in our picks for um, for the. Um, Oscar predictions for this yep. year so now it's at the turn of Jack Higgins to do the same Jack are, are you ready to uh, try this out have you got have you got I've got the lists these? here right, oh. so I'm going to give you I'll provide you with I will speak them out the lists for every nomination and all you have to do is tell me alright so Jack best picture alright <laughs> what are you going to go for for best picture so you have Ford versus Ferrari you have the Irishman Jojo Rabbit Joker, Little Woman, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. 
I definitely think Joker will win that. Right. Do you think? Best person, yeah. Right. So you're going to you're walking in with Joker. Is that your is favorite? that your opinion or is that is that what you think is going to happen? I think the Joker will win it. Fair. <laughs> Wait. Best picture, eh? Yeah. Hey. Hey. You got a Joker? Cool. Yeah. Are you? Cool. Alright. Makes sense. Also, I just want to say, see, I've, see, probably, from, well, out, I've not seen a lot of them. I've only seen the See from three, the, uh, see from the last recording. Yeah. And I've publicly said this in the first time film Twitter as well, yeah. you should follow. Um, <laughs> that I fell asleep twice watching Marriage Story. Right. Couldn't get through it. This one, but I don't know why I was like, this is boring as fuck. And see, yesterday, so I watched it and I think it's one of my favourite films I've all seen in my life. Nice! <laughs> Marriage Story is fucking I, I class. I just can't... No... I can't go Adam Driver, to be honest. No, I think Adam Driver's sensational. Well, I, I just see him as Kylo Ren, big he, boring... <laughs> well, he's in this next category you need to pick from, Jack. You've got Adam Driver, he's there with Antonio Banderas, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Joaquin Phoenix and Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price? That's the Pope. Yeah, it's the Pope, the, the High Sparrow oh. himself. Tokyo Pope. That was good, actually. I really liked that. I didn't know that he was nominated for that. Yeah, two Pope's great. I'd watch that. Um, yeah. um, no, right, well, no, nah, I would go with Joaquin as well. Joaquin, uh, double joker there. Oh my god. Uh, so you've got actress in a leading role. You've got. Academy will have loved the <laughs> You've got Cynthia Erivo, Cynthia Erivo, who we've talked about before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scott Janssen Saoirse Ronan what was she in? Uh, Cynthia Erivo uh, Cynthia Erivo is in a movie called Harriet uh, mm. Scott Janssen is in Marriage Story Saoirse Ronan from Little Women Charlie Theron from Bombshell and Renee Zellweger from Judy playing mm, Judy Garland yeah I think she's that's probably an Oscar type film yeah. Maybe Renee. Mm. Very awesome. I never Renee. watched it, but I did hear good things. And about she, it. she's one of these people who's been around for a while. They might think, oh, this I deserved Oscar. So mm-hmm. go with Renee for that one, Jack. Big role to play as well. You've got Best Supporting Actor Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt is a good shout there, but um, yeah. who was the first first few there? Uh, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, playing Mr. Rogers. Mm. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes again. Pacino for The Irishman, and Pesci for The Irishman. So you got maybe the Irishman split the votes between them, lowers them down. I know. I don't think Pesci would get it because uh, he didn't. Uh, as much as he was good in the Irishman, mm. uh, I don't think the Irishman really took off as much as it should have. Mm. Um, I think people are just a bit get a bit bogged. There's a lot of people are humming and hawing about it. Yeah, like David. Cameron. I, I fucking yeah. I know you didn't like. But I, I, loved I enjoyed it. it I right? loved it too. But actually, actually, not a minute went by where I wasn't. Like I know. I think it. you. It's just. It's a certain. No, a certain taste. But I think you just need to be in a certain mood to watch. Like Definitely. I'm not gonna. I was. I was. I'm not gonna sit down and put it on at eleven o'clock at night on a fucking Thursday night or something. Whereas you would. Tuesday. No, the date came out. Can watch that? I'm in over a hundred Tuesdays, but it's not gonna make it up for three Saturdays. <laughs> <laughs> I had that night off, and I was like, no, I'm gonna just sit down, strap myself in, and watch this. So it's one of the ones you need to turn your phone off and hang it. Absolutely loved it. What's your answer? But, first, uh, I do think Brad Pitt. Um, I really liked him. <laughs> Go for Brad personally, Pat. and I think I think, I I think that's the kind of movie that a supporting actor probably does shine in. Like yeah. you know, or come you know comes a little bit. It's kind of a co lead as well, so kind of gives him the it's benefit. A wee bit, yeah. Um, actress in supporting role, we have Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell, mm. uh, Laura Dern for Magic uh, Mar- Magic Story, <laughs> Marriage Story. Uh, Scar Scar Jewell was nominated again twice in the same year. This time for Jojo Rabbit, uh, Florence Pugh for Little Women, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Kind of give you a hint. Someone's nominated twice. Surely he's got to win on one of them. <laughs> Scar Joe. 
Go for Scarjo. But what do you mean she's she's nominated for best she's actress and best support. But support for best um, supporting so best actress for Marriage Story, story. best supporting for Jojo Rabbit. I think we go back to sorry, best actress. I know you I don't I'm only just a lot, I promise. Um, but um see if you go back to best actress and I don't know seen Jojo Rabbit, so she could have I don't know who I picked, I think I think Sarah Ronan for that. Yeah. But I, I would say I would now say Scarjo for this, and I don't think she'll get supporting. But I do agree with you; she'll get one or the other. See, I think I think she'll get supporting. But Jack, what are you going to go for? Yeah, we'll go for um, Scarjo. You're going to go there, fair enough. Uh, your next award is for cinematography: Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, nineteen seventeen, mm. and what's one time Hollywood. Uh, the only cinematographer that I know the name of or know his work from before, Roger Deakins, uh, famous cinematographer who did Blade Runner 2049, was the cinematographer for 1917. So, And he won for Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, yeah I, I've heard loads of good things about 1917 and war movies do tend to fare well, I think, uh, mm-hmm. in cinematography. Uh, you know, in the aspect of cinematography yeah the cinematics cinematics yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm tempted to say that but um, I think it'll be a close call Joker probably still up there as well I yeah. think the jo- I, I do still think even though the kind of hype's died down, down a wee bit uh, the Academy will still go for Joker well I think the Joker's it was a really well mm. really well done film what are you um, going for that category though 1917 I think 1917 I'll go with 1917 yeah. uh, directing you've got Martin Scorsese the Irishman Todd Phillips Joker Sam Mendes 1917 uh, Quentin Tarantino Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Bong John ho for Parasite mm. I think a few of us went for Bong John ho here didn't we I, I was going to say that I, I, went for, I think it, I went for Bong John ho in this category but, you did I yeah. I went um See, I still don't know. Like Tarantino Before him, um, um, I don't know who who did I pick for this. Do you remember? I think that you picked Phillips. Right. Remember. No, I wouldn't have picked Phillips for that. I think I've seen after. Did you seen, see Sam Mendes? I think you may have seen Sam Mendes. Because I seen when I first judged this. I think it was before I seen it. It was before I seen nineteen seventeen. Yeah. And I think now, I think it's either going to be Scorsese because it's one of his roots. Mm. But I think it's going to be nineteen seventeen. Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to say Scorsese. It's about the difference. I think it is the only thing that will be re- have recognition for. Nice. Uh, it will be direct. I think I'll give this because I think Nicky might have went to Todd Phillips. That's... Cool, this could be a deciding category for ours. For I, our, think, I don't think it's Phillips' joke, isn't it? I don't think that film did fucking anything other than Joaquin. If Joaquin wasn't in it, it would have been absolute bang No, nah, I think it's probably true. Nah, I really liked it. I thought the style was really good. Yeah. Uh, Set photography more so than. Like, uh, photography was there's a couple of good shots, I agree. There's a lot of stuff like that. Well, I'm trying to get to the. Uh, the writing awards uh, that we did as well. So, writing for best adapted screenplay, Jack, you have The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Woman, and The Two Probably Popes. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. I think that's. Pretty, uh, again, like the whole story behind it, I've not watched it yet, but. Uh, the whole story behind it seems quite. It deserves some awards because it's one of my favourite movies ever. I love it. Jojo Rabbit's classic. And writing original screenplay. I think because it's a comedy, it's comedy based, I think it'll struggle in the bigger categories. Like your your best picture and all that. It's not even nominated for best picture, is it? Yeah, it's nominated for best picture. Well, anyway, some of the other ones (laughs) that we've obviously went through and I've not given it credit for. Uh, I think it'll, it'll definitely. 
sweep up a few in, in these kind of categories, I think. Well, you also have original screenplay, Knives Out, a movie I loved. Uh, oh, by the way, still raging, I've never seen that, because yeah. I told you the story about that. Yeah, that you were we going to the cinema and I'll show you. We actually fucking went and looked in online, time, five o'clock, class, got there. Like, we had been sitting about doing nothing until we eventually got up to go, and we were all fucking buzzing to see this film. And we got to the door, and it was just like, Names out five PM showing it is now sold out, <laughs> and it's like this tiny wee country cinema. Like there's no other fucking shows. It's, like, it's not like an old one where you can just go and wait the next fucking half hour in the middle of the Like that was it, done. And then fucking <laughs> two days later, I was out the cinema. I'd literally been in the cinema for a week. So you got nice out marriage story, so nineteen seventeen uh, Tarantino for once upon a time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon Ho again for Parasite. I think an easy Parasite is so much about it. An easy Parasite, and I've still not seen nice out. But I think nice class. See marriage story. This is an original screenplay. Yeah, I think marriage story as well. Like I was bored, obviously watching it the first fucking two times I've seen it. But <laughs> there was like certain scenes that I think has made me be like, holy fuck, this is like. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Eh uh, no. Have you not seen it? Seen what, sorry? Marriage Story? No. Right, so basically, just it is just two people getting divorced, yeah. right? But there's like a there's like couple of scenes in it and it just feels so fucking like, there would be an argument that you would hear your mum and dad argue about. You know what I mean? It's just like, it feels pure intense and it's like, they blame each other a lot and it's like stuff that you would, you're like, I she's right, he's right, they're, like, they're both right, but like, they're both blaming each other and it just feels you like... You know why that is though? Because it's based on uh, Noah Bumpback's actual divorce. The guy who wrote it and directed it, so it's him. He's basically got Adam Driver to play himself. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which a lot of people the Academy don't like because a couple of the reviews have said, aye, but he kind of makes himself seem like the better guy in the end, you know? And it's been memed about how many times he calls himself a genius in the script. <laughs> like someone comes up to Adam Driver and says, oh, you're a genius or something That's like that. That's a very good point, actually, yes, <laughs> because there's many times when he's like, you think you're a genius? And he's like, mm-hmm. Yes, I am. So it's been kind of. Yes, I am. A couple of people in Bolivia, like, wait a minute. Uh, what I just kind of get past his bloody nose, man. You look at So, what are you going to go for, Jack? Make a decision. Your knife's out, marriage story, 1970. He's a minute, we've been having a conversation, tough man. <laughs> Once upon a time in Hollywood, or Parasite. Uh, I think Parasite. Parasite? For original screenplay. Go for it. Well, I think so. Uh, well, that'll be the end of this episode. Part two is wrapping up. Uh, you can find us next week where we will, will be talking about Denzel Washington. Fuck. And the equaliser. The what? The equaliser. Equaliser. The equaliser. You ain't doing much equaliser. Fuck it, didn't they? Stay tuned.